0: Hi, it's Ayelet from Strength in Words. Welcome back to the Strength in Words podcast. This is episode number 50, and I'm going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, Usually I have, you know, a set sort of topic and um, a whole lot of stuff to to present to you guys specifically, but today I am going to just sort of reflect. Um, It's been a crazy year. It's gonna been a crazy two years. And I wanted to first of all acknowledge that this is essentially the two-year anniversary of Strength in Words and the Strength in Words podcast. And I think it's really amazing that we are 50 episodes in. What started as, you know, just sort of the need to communicate and share my experience of early learning, early parenthood, and knowledge that I know as a professional as well as a parent, it has become such an amazing, amazing project. Uh, That's really all I can call it. Uh, It's also a business for me um, because I've now, two years in, created something that is very near and dear to my heart, which is the Strength in Words Community Lab, And that is a place that is really what's become something that's gone full circle, right? Strength in Words for me started when I became a mom, when my son, who's now four years old, was born. I was living across the ocean in a place that was not familiar to me uh, with my husband. And I was 10 weeks pregnant when we moved. And when my son was born, I I, um, I really wanted to create community to connect with other new moms and to find a way to do that in a place that I didn't have any, you know, built-in support. And I did that by starting to sort of host these wonderful, what I called family enrichment sessions. And what those were, were, you know, a chance for um, parents and caregivers and their new babies, and growing babies and toddlers uh, to connect with each other, to learn a little bit about what their babies were doing, to give those things names as far as how they belonged within the realm of development, uh, and and to experiment with what we could do to support our babies um, in play, really. And as you, if you are a long-term listener of the Strength in Words podcast, know that is essentially how the Strength in Words podcast began because when my husband and I and my son were starting to think about leaving London, which is where we were, and move back to the Bay Area, which is where we are now, I thought about you know where, how can I create this and, and bring it with me because it was such a special thing that I felt I was doing for myself and for other families who were giving me positive feedback. And so that's how the podcast was born. Um, and I was reaching, you know, one family at a time, really, uh, through that. And I love that. And I love all the feedback that I've received from all of you over the years. And over time, I realized that I really wanted to connect with a group of other parents again, and that that chance to observe others, to connect with others in real time was something that I really missed about what I was creating with Strength in Words, and that's why I I birthed the community lab, and that's what it is. So it's a place that we can all connect in a virtual space, connecting with each other through information and experience and by sharing what we have learned, what we are learning, what we are experimenting with. That's sort of why it's called a lab, because this grand experiment of parenting is something that we all share. And so, yeah, that's that's what I've been working on lately. And I really, I would love to, to bring you guys into it uh, if you're not already there. And one of the things I wanted to share with you today was something that we've started doing within the community lab, which I like to call Community Connect, which is essentially like a member insight. And we try to do this once a week or once every couple of weeks where we feature one of our community members and get to know that person through some shared information. So what I wanted to do today was give you some insight into one of our members, and that is me. (laughs) Some of you already know a lot of this, but this is the first time that I've shared all of this at once in one place. So basically, we start out with a question, which is, you know, who are you? So I am at Marinovich. I'm a pediatric speech-language pathologist, and I'm a mom. I'm a mom to two little boys, and at the time that I'm recording this, I have a 13-month-old and a four-year-old. I love working with infants, toddlers, and their families. And I am the creator of Strength in Words. And that is a comprehensive set of resources and a company that connects families with each other and with high quality information to support their infants and toddlers. So the next question that we ask is, what was life like for you when you started a family? So my husband, as I said, and I, we were pretty freshly married and we moved from the San Francisco Bay Area across the pond to London, England. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know the healthcare system. And I was waiting for my paperwork to transfer over so that I could work as a speech language pathologist there. But You know, pretty much I was alone with my thoughts for most of the days. So I did a lot of reading, a lot of exploring of what the city had to offer. And I started attending a wonderful prenatal yoga class because I was, as I said, early in my pregnancy. So that's where I met a lot of other wonderful women who were also expecting their first babies. And that space really brought us together. And as we got to know each other, I started thinking about how I could keep our little circle together once our babies came. So after all our babies were born, and of course after I was out of the you know, initial depths, those deepest depths of postpartum days and weeks, I really craved community and the opportunity to be with other new families. So as I said, I started inviting my new friends over for a bit of sort of activity based around our babies and an opportunity to chat and learn about our babies. And Also, an opportunity to chat and learn about each other. So I was creating a space where we felt comfortable, you know, learning and sharing and connecting. And I got to exist in that space every week. So as an extrovert who really craves um, social interaction and as also a child development nerd who loves to learn, I was was in heaven for myself. (laughs) So the next question that we ask is, who has inspired you as a parent or caregiver? And my answer to that is my own mom, uh, especially when we were little. She always gave my sister and I the space to explore, the space to learn about who we were, and she has such a positive, loving presence. She's also one of the most caring people that I know, perhaps to a fault, but it's just it's inspiring to see that, to be around that. And to see it um, also reinvigorated through my own children. And she's an amazing grandma. And I just, now that we're back near to family, it's just so rewarding to be close to her and to watch that with my own children. So the next question that we ask is, when was the first time you held a baby? Uh <laughs> This is kind of embarrassing. I think the first time that I can remember, I was probably about seven years old, and that baby was the son of a family friend. And I remember him wiggling around, and all of a sudden, I lost my grip on him, and I was horrified, and he narrowly fell, but his dad, with you know those crazy cat-like parent reflexes caught him. So it was not a great introduction <laughs> to holding a baby and to being around babies, but definitely a good lesson about how mindful one must be around babies and with babies so the next question that we ask is when did you know that you wanted to become a parent of course these answers vary so much all of them right I think for some of us we didn't know that you want we wanted to become parents until we were with child and for some it's something that we always wanted um For me, I think I always wanted to be a mom. My own mom, as I said, was such a great inspiration and such a great model of caregiving. And I definitely knew I didn't want to do it before I was quote unquote ready, but it's always such an interesting adventure once we get to the stage in life when, you know, readiness is sort of ready to be defined. And I can remember holding a baby when my now husband and I were still dating was this crazy feeling i must have been about 20 or 27 or 28 at the time and all of a sudden i felt this crazy rush and wave of emotion it was like something wild was taking hold of me that i have never experienced before <laughs> and i was it was totally bizarre it was totally bizarre to me that i would all of a sudden have What I can really only describe as like this magnetic urge, some power or some force was drawing me to hold that baby. And I thought it was so strange. And it also made me consider that perhaps that was my body suggesting that readiness was approaching. (laughs) So the next question that we ask is what is your greatest hope for your own child or children? So my answer to this is integrity. I hope that I can instill in them the values that allow them to be good, to be independent, respectful, decent human beings that think of other human beings and are able to make decisions that, you know, take others into consideration. <sighs> um <laughs> such a big question and I think, you know, we all have a slightly different answer that riffs on the same theme, right? We always we all want what's right and what's good. We all want our children to be decent human beings. And I think that's you know really inherently what, what the goal is in the community lab is to, to find a place where we can all sort of commune and learn to raise children in a setting that makes us feel more confident that we can do that. So the next question that we ask is give us a day in the life. So for me... Right now, and of course this is an ever-changing, never-static thing, um, my boys generally wake up between, generally, around 6 to 6.30 in the morning, and lately my husband has been doing that early shift since, you know, my little one is still waking up at least once in the night, and he gets them up and dressed while I get, hopefully, at least another 20 minutes of sleep in. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, husband. Uh, I take over with the littles and we take turns showering and getting dressed, and then we get breakfast on the table for the boys and it's all a bit of a team effort. Uh, my husband runs out the door around the same time that our babysitter arrives in the morning and then I disappear into my office to get my working hours in and I cram as much work into the next four hours as possible. And then at noon I'm with the boys again. and I finish up lunchtime stuff and then we you know we take my big boy to preschool. We try to stay for circle time there and then my little guy and I get back home and hang out and play for a little while before a nap. And you know, on a good day he naps and then he wakes, we take a walk. We pick up his big brother and then we all come home for a play. And this is a great time to be outside, of course, if the weather's nice. And otherwise, we try to get some other sort of big movement in somehow. We Do that by maybe climbing on specified furniture that's okay to climb on, or standing up and drawing on an easel, or, you know, taking turns pushing each other down the hallway in a laundry basket. And then after a bit, we try to mellow out. I put on some music, and we go into sort of a more focused playtime. And oftentimes, right around now, my little guy often plays with uh, kitchen items, or things that are just really interesting to him at the moment. And then my big guy gets busy with his cars, which has been something that he's just loved forever. And he does a lot of dramatic play with those, which is really fun to see. And then I try to make dinner and that works, you know, better some days than not others. <laughs> my husband then, let's see, my husband gets home We sit down together to eat if we can and then it's bath time and stories and bed and we sort of split the difference. I put the little one down while my husband does the more extended bedtime routine with the big boy and they're both out you know knock on wood hopefully by around 7 30 or 8 p.m. and then the two of us get some time to decompress so uh, I, okay, that actually means that I get some time to work on emails, uh, or work and we watch our favorite TV show or part of a movie or something. And then we try to turn off screens about 30 minutes before we go to bed. And then we head into the bedroom to read and hang out and we turn off the lights. So the next question is, What's been your most valuable quality, skill, or ability in raising your baby or children so far? So I think for me, I'm lucky to have the ability to connect with others. And I reach out to my community and I build community as often as I can and in as many ways that I can. Um, And that's how I feel supported. That's how I feel like I'm not alone in this parenting adventure. And I think, you know, it helps so much to have other people to help you synthesize information and to reflect and to empathize, you know, I don't know, parenting in a vacuum can just be horribly isolating, but it's also, I think, really unhelpful to have too much parenting advice. And that's why we need a place or a number of places to share experiences, thoughts, ideas, And to me, that's really what community is. So the next question that we ask is what's been your greatest challenge in raising your baby or raising your children? Uh, to me, uh, my answer is balance, finding balance between their needs, between my personal needs, the needs of my partnership, my own professional needs and desires and the needs of my home (laughs) and the needs of my friendships, uh, yeah, it's a hard balance. And there, there is, you know, I, I think people like to say that, you know, it's, it's all about finding balance. Um, and it is, of course, but I think that's also an ever-changing thing. You're never going to quite get it right. And maybe you will for a few minutes or a few weeks or a few months if you're lucky, and then it changes again, right? And I think another... <laughs> Part of that balance piece is balancing and managing expectations, especially with two young kids. Oh, my gosh. I have a good friend who likes to say, you know, just lower your expectations, and I totally agree with that. You know, we, we can only do so much. We only have so much bandwidth and uh, before we lose it. So taking a moment to, to take a deep breath and find a sense of, of balance for even just a second at a time uh, is, is just, it's necessary and it's hard. So the next question is, what else would you like us to know about you and your family? And for me, you know, I think I, I want people to know that we are full of love. We are full of life. And often we're just trying to get through the day. (laughs) Having two young kids, like I just said, is just insane. It's baffling. It's challenging. It's incredible. (laughs) <laughs> in all the good ways and all the bad ways. And some days I feel like a complete failure as a mom, and some days I have wins. And I'm hoping that, you know, it all evens out in the end and that we just do the best we can. And I think that's true for every family out there. The last question that we ask each other is, what do you want to learn from the members and events within the Strength and Words community lab? And my answer to that is that I get a real thrill learning from the experience of others. And, you know, in a sense, it's about being a voyeur. (laughs) But really, it's just about getting a glimpse into the way other people live their lives and think about their lives and think about their families and fulfill their desires and their own needs. And I think... The conversations that we have inside the community lab are not unique per se, but the space we give each other and the space that we continue to create together there is very special. Uh, Another lab member described it, and I love this, as informally informative. It's, It's a place that we can go to seek out information and ideas, to compare experiences, and experiment with this experience and adventure of parenthood. So... I just want to continue doing that and I invite you and your family to come and take a free one week trial of the strength and words community lab you can find that at community.strengthandwords.com and I also want to say that as um as a celebration of what I'm calling my strength and words anniversary, <laughs> a two-year anniversary I want to open up uh Sort of a, I don't know. I want to open up a challenge to you guys. Number one, I've started a a new hashtag, which is hashtag Strength in Words. This is another way to build community because if there is something that has inspired you, you know, a a, mo- a video that that's come from Strength in Words, or a podcast episode, or a blog post, or or a song or anything that you've seen or heard from us, I would love it if you would share on social media, you know, if you're on Instagram hashtag strength and words and tag, uh, something that's that you've done or you're doing lately, that's inspired you and your family, let us know. And then we can all start to sort of search for those things. And if you, if you tag strength and words pics on the Instagram or strengthen Words on Facebook, and just let me know that you've done that. I can repost it for you and share with others. Uh, I think, you know, I've, one thing that I'm sort of struggling with is I've become this sort of hub for content, and I think that that is, obviously, there's value in that, and with the knowledge and background that I have as an early learning professional, obviously, there's a lot of value, but there is also so much value in what you guys have and what you guys have created and, and changed and, and improvised with and experimented with that maybe Strength in Words has introduced to you or maybe you've gotten somewhere else that's just, you know, that takes the values and mission of Strength in Words as, you know, fun, simple, easy, actionable ways that you are interacting with your baby you know, through musical experiences or through sensory experiences or, you know, through early literacy or movement, um, share those with me. Share those by emailing me at Iyellit at strengthandwords.com. Share those by using the hashtag strengthandwords or, you know, however else you'd like. Um, And I'd love to hear from you there. I would love also if you are interested I'm going to be doing, as a two-year anniversary um, commemoration or or celebration, I am going to be offering two full lifetime memberships to people, the Strength in Words community, to the Strength in Words community lab. So if you will email me um, why you would like to become a member, why you feel the Strength in Words has been something that you have valued, what it's done for you, go ahead and email me at I yell it at ayeleatatstrengthinwords.com. That's A-Y-E-L-E-T at strengthinwords.com. And let me know why you would like a membership to the Community Lab. Tell me your, your story, your family story. You can answer some of the questions that I've answered for you today. Uh, You can tell me, you know, how old your your baby is, um, or if you're still expecting a baby, that's fine too. I want to hear from you guys. So go ahead and do that, and I'm going to be doing that through the end of February. So we've got two weeks. Today is um, mid-February, and this is going to be going on until... the last day of february which is what february 28th this year i believe 2018 for anyone who is listening in the future but um yeah i can't wait to hear from you guys and thank you thanks for listening thanks for being a supporter of strength in words thanks for helping us grow this community um and please keep on sharing and if you haven't had a chance please do leave a review on itunes of the Strength in Words podcast, because that really helps other people find us and enjoy the, you know, the good work that we're doing here at Strength in Words. So with that, uh, I will end, as I always do, with a song, and we can say goodbye. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. See you later. What will you do the rest of your day? Goodbye to the singers. Goodbye to the babies. Goodbye, it. See you next time. We laughed and we played. We're getting very clever. This is what counts. Being here together. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a wonderful day.